Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. Goal, Kansas City. 6-0 the final score. Royals win. They shut out Baltimore. It's Kansas City's first shutout win of 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, raise your hand if you earned that one. My hand's up. Raise both hands unless you're driving. Raise both hands. Clench those fists up over your head if you earned this one tonight. Oh, what a night. Just just a beautiful, beautiful night at a beautiful, beautiful stadium. Let's talk about it. Actually, you know what? Before I give you the phone number, can we make a a 60-minute agreement? You don't have to fulfill this commitment after, let's say, 1030 tonight. But until we get to 1030, can we agree? Let's forget the record. Let's forget the first 30 games just for the next 90 minutes. Forget the fact that they're 8 and 23. Forget the fact that just forget what happened for the past month. Can we do that? Can we just enjoy this the second home victory of 2023? I know I can. Oh, it's so very easy for me to just delete it. Those first 30 games, goodbye. Don't need to remember any of you. Here's the phone number. Here's the text line number. 913-586-7610. Don't let me down, Royals fans. 913-586-7610. I'm being 100% honest with you. This is all I want. Not a 6-0 win. Not a six-run victory. Shoot, man. Not even the win so much. But this type of game from those Royals. Give me this game twice a week. Lose every other game, whatever. Give me this game twice a week. Vinny, Prado, Isbell, Massey, Bobby, Michael Garcia... Give me this twice a week. Go two and four every week for the rest of the season, and you're going to hear a very chipper, bald man on the postgame show on a nightly basis. What do we say about Vinny Pasquantino, ladies and gentlemen? He's got an OPS of 929. And I'm going to try my hardest to not – I might have to stand up for this. Did you see Vinny? When he hit that RBI double, his well, second RBI double of the night. 
Royals, at this point, already find themselves up 5 nothing, 5 nothing in the bottom of the seventh inning. They're winning this game. You knew it. I knew it. That entire dugout knew it. They're not blowing a five-run lead in the seventh inning. And if they would have, fire everybody. They didn't, though. Baltimore's manager, Brandon Hyde, went to his bullpen, pulls his starting pitcher, Kyle Gibson, the former Mizzou product, and brings in the left-hander, Keegan Aiken, to face Vinny Pasquantino. Makes sense. Lefty pitcher facing a lefty hitter. Vinny works a 2-2 count and then rips one down the right field line, scoring Bobby Witt Jr. from third and putting the Royals ahead 6-0. Did you see Vinny's reaction to that? He rips it down the first baseline, flips the bat towards his dugout, and gives them not a Michael Jordan shrug. Now, I'm not in the clubhouse. I haven't asked Vinny. Maybe we'll hear from him coming up in a little bit. But to me, and maybe I'm way too juiced after this one tonight, my friends. But to me, Vinny's going down the first baseline going, go ahead. Show me all your lefties. I dare you. Baby, I rake. Left-handed, right-handed, Shohei throws with both hands. I don't care. Bring whatever you got out of that bullpen, baby. I got hits for days. Woo! Oh, Vinny got me fired up with that. It wasn't enough that I hit a bomb off your starter in the fourth. Wasn't enough that I hit an RBI double off your starter in the sixth. Oh, you're scared? You want to bring in a lefty? Bring him. Bring him, meat. Oh, I love that from Vinny. Loved it from the big fella. Uh, Michael Massey, uh, offensively, single in the second, single in the seventh, played a solid second base, turning some double plays with Bobby Witt Jr. Oh, is there anything prettier than watching Bobby drop it into gear? Like when he leaves the box and he knows he's going for three? That's a cheetah. That's not a baseball player. That is a gazelle out there. Nick Prado, go ahead. Go ahead, young man. What are you hitting, 500? Playing a mean first base out there? Kyle Isbell with multiple hits and playing a solid center field. Not not just a, a, a nice night defensively. The best night defensively I think we've seen all season. Bobby and Massey up the middle. I, I mentioned Isbell in center. MJ played a very fundamentally sound right field. Nick Prado flashed what appears to be gold glove caliber there at first base. Just a man, I hope you're enjoying this one, Kansas City. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Let's start off in Prairie Village. Ryan, you're hitting leadoff after a 6-0 dub for the boys. Go ahead. Oh, Ryan. Man, all that and you blow it. Fine. Let's go to Jim in Wichita. Jim, my my energy's already been killed by Ryan. Hopefully you're there. I'm here, Vern. All right, all right. It was a great win tonight. You know, we come up from Wichita about three times a a month and really enjoy tonight. 
Nick Prado, can you believe that defense? That is what we need. That's what really the spark for the team. And that was just really set up those great stops. First, thanks for the phone call, Jim. Yeah, the, the first inning, he makes that leaping catch with his legs spread at first base to Rob Ryan Mountcastle of a two-out single to right field. And then in the fourth inning, uh, maybe the defensive play of the day as he dives to his right to stab a 105-mile-per-hour missile off of the bat of Kyle Stowers. Yeah, pretty stuff. Thanks for the phone call, Jim. It opens up a phone line for you, 913-586-7610. I, I, I brought up the defense to Matt Cotrero. Uh, he didn't really say anything about the defense, but he did note that this was the best game this team has played all season. Now, uh, they've only won eight games. It's not difficult to remember those eight W's. But, hey, you know what? No, 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 no. Now I'm not even listening to my own rules. Forget the record. Forget the first 30 games. These are the type of ball games that I was hoping to see this season. We all knew, well, we didn't all know, but we kind of assumed that there would be more losses than wins, right? We accepted that. We hoped for the best, but we accepted that. I accepted that with the belief that these games would be more prevalent than they were in the month of April. But here we are in May, and hopefully we see quite a few of these. All I want, two a week. Give me two a week. Whether it's a game like this where the young bats and gloves show out, maybe it's only one game like this and then Brady Singer shoves another day, a game like this and then Daniel Lynch returns and shoves, Just two a week. That's all I'm asking for. (laughs) That's it. Not a lot. Marshall in Spring Hill. You're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Marshall, what'd you think of the boys tonight in their 6-0 victory? Hearn, that was excellent to watch. That was a breath of fresh air into this ball club. Um, My my big question for you is with Prado's glove over there and with his bat, are we going to see Vinny as a DH four nights a week and – just let him focus on the bat and watch him strut up to the plate with the confidence that he had tonight every night and just let him rake. All this I think so. Thing. Yeah, 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 I think so. I think you see Vinny's still going to get time at first base just because uh, you, you don't want to landlock that guy to, to, to being solely a DH. And Vinny's played a pretty solid first base this season, a lot better than I gave him credit for coming into the year. Uh, But Nick Prado is uh, a better defender, right? Nick Prado played a good left-slash-right field. Uh, That that speaks to his athleticism, and now you bring that athleticism to the infield, and you got a minor league gold glover at first, a minor league gold glover at second, a physical dynamo in Bobby Witt Jr. at short, and... (laughs) a guy that is not as athletic as Bobby Witt Jr., you know, quite a bit skinnier, thinner, wirier, that's not a word. Uh, but Michael Garcia has a pretty solid glove over there at third base, and you saw him turn a nice inning-ending 5-4-3 double play to finish off the frame, uh, the fifth frame, I should say. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're going to see Vinny at DH quite a bit. But, of course, Salvi's going to get the occasional DH, which then I think either Prado's on the bench, maybe against a difficult lefty, or Prado bumps back out to one of the corner outfield spots. Let's go to, is it Jabba? Jabba, yes, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. You got the name right. Uh, Nick Prado is just just a beast all the way around. Like, I'm really glad they called him back up, and he's just doing great. Yeah. Good win overall for the team. Uh, you got to turn your radio down in the background. Turn, turn down a little bit. Please, yes. Uh, I was just uh, I was just leaving the game, and it was great. 6 0 versus team that's 20 and 9. Yeah, right. So, I mean, that's, that's a good win. No question. No question, brother. I appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. Let's go to Will. Who's leaving Kauffman Stadium? Will, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. Will here. First off, I'm just as juiced up as you are. How about that? Let's go. Let's talk about, first off, we get to see vintage Zach Granke, a future Hall of Famer, slicing and dicing through that O's lineup, really setting the tone. And then the young bats come out firing, absolutely smoking the baseball. This is the type of game that I thought I was going to see, not consistently, but more often than we have to start this season. Mm -hmm. And then how about Nick Prado? I mean, not only was he flashing that gold glove we've heard so much about, but he's breaking the bat out too, playing like a man hell-bent on not taking that I-29 shuttle back north. There's a huge win. I'm fired up. Let's go, Royals. Build off this. Way to go, Will. Way to get us going on a Wednesday night. Yeah, how about the final single of the night from Nick Prado? Uh, Hits a two-out double in the second inning, a one-out single in the seventh, and a one-out single in the eighth inning. And that one in the eighth, just a nice, easy swing going with the pitch and just pops it over the shortstop's head for an opposite field knock. A three-hit night for Nick Prado, a three-hit night for Vinny Pasquantino. Vinny also drives in a career-high three tonight. His team-leading sixth home run, that led off the fourth inning and opened up the scoring. And as Will mentioned, that was as efficient a Grinky special as we've ever seen. The Grinky special, of course, being five innings and a chance to win. He certainly gave you that. Five innings, three hits, three strikeouts. That's the final line for the future Hall of Famer. No runs allowed, no walks issued He needed just 44 pitches to retire 15 Orioles. Amazing stuff tonight from Zach Greinke, and uh, no shock, the last time we've seen a pitcher complete a start of at least five innings on 44 pitches or fewer, Hall of Famer Greg Maddox. Back 20 years ago, he needed just 43 pitches to complete five scoreless frames. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. 913-586-7610. I can't believe I went that long without mentioning Zach Granke. But that's exactly what I was hoping for this season. That's what we were all hoping for this season. Sure, the pitching is going to go up and down. Wins and losses are going to depend on the pitching. 
So when the arms are struggling, as we all expected them to at times this season, sure, the wins are not going to be a plenty. But so long as you're getting this well-rounded effort from a 22-year-old in Bobby and a 24-year-old in MJ and a 24-year-old Nick Prado, a 23-year-old Michael Garcia, so long as I'm getting that, oh, baby, I'm going to be smiling on this post-game show. So, yeah, I apologize, Zach, for for running my mouth for so long without acknowledging the fact that you finally picked up a win. Lord knows you earned it. Grinky has delivered now in, what, six of his first seven starts? He's delivered a Grinky special. Six of his first seven starts and now just finally picks up a win? Fine by me. Can't wait to hear what Zach had to say. Oh, didn't even mention Amir Garrett. Did you guys see that? I don't know if they showed it on television or if Denny or Jake or Stu mentioned it on the radio. But after Amir Garrett uh, struck out Cedric Mullins to finish off his eighth inning, he didn't stand there and brute and, 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 and stare down the, the batter like Aroldis Chapman does, which intimidates me from six floors away. No, what Amir Garrett did was after putting Mullins away, he kind of moonwalked, <laughs> moonwalked off the mound. Man, it was just a great night. If you were one of the 10,000 in attendance tonight, you're coming back. I know you are. It was just beautiful, first of all, weather-wise, beautiful. The sky and the ballpark were, mm, t- you know, I, I, I bet you Jason, Jason Hanna's got some buttes, some gorgeous photos from this one tonight. Uh, you know, you guys even gave it up to Ryan O'Hearn, deservedly so. Love seeing him back. Too bad he punched out twice. But he got offense, defense, Grankies, Salvi, just a, a perfect night at Kauffman Stadium. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. 913-586-7610. Again, for one more hour, can we agree for the next 60 minutes, let's forget about April, let's forget about the record, let's just enjoy this one tonight because these are the type of games that if you can promise me two of these a week, you won't hear me blacking out and screaming and whining and crying on the postgame show. Uh, you're just going to hear a guy that's starting to get excited about 2024. Keep it up. Keep it up, boys. 6 nothing. Royals shut out the O's. We take a quick timeout. We're back with more of your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City. 610 Sports Radio. Pasquantino drives it deep in the air. Right field. Sontag there. Back. Out of the track. Walks up. Home run. Benny Pasquantino deposits 
a solo shot into the Royals' bullpen. Vinny's team-leading sixth home run of the season. Jake Eisenberg on the call, as heard here on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio. That made it one nothing. good guys in the fourth. Vinny Wood driving another in the sixth to make it 2 nothing. A sack fly from Michael Garcia in the seventh is followed by an RBI double from Kyle Isbell, which is followed by an RBI triple from Bobby Witt Jr., which is followed by an RBI double from Vinny Pasquantino for a four-run seventh inning. Add it all up. It's a 6 nothing victory for the Kansas City Royals, an offense that did not strike out once tonight. Not one strikeout. Oddly enough, not a single walk either. Did not record a walk nor a strikeout. Only the seventh time in franchise history that's ever happened, and the first time in almost 20 years. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Uh, text line, naysayers always, you know, upset with whatever mood I'm in. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, this was the type of game that I not was promised, but these are the type of games I expected. Not the pitching side. Not Granky, Clark, Chapman, Garrett, Stalmont combining for a six-hitter. Not walking multiple batters for the entire game. Only one walk. That was the first that the birthday boy, Amir Garrett, faced. One walk, six hits, six strikeouts from Royals pitching. That's not what I'm talking about. Now I'm talking about the well-rounded efforts from the 23, 24, 25-year-olds. Solid nights at the dish. Great nights in the field. Saw a little bit of swag. The energy's always been there. The positive energy's always been there with these guys. I don't know if I've seen... I think I may have. I just haven't seen Vinny. I mean, what? Uh, yeah, I could get really nerdy with it. It, it, it reminds me. Yeah. How many people are familiar with the 1984 World Series? <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of you know, Kirk Gibson hits a home run off of Rich Gossage. Anybody remember what I'm talking about? Sparky Anderson's in the dugout saying, oh, don't walk him then. Don't walk him. Right? Everyone said you got to walk Kirk Gibson. No, no one knows what I'm talking about. That's what I felt like when Vinny hit that double off the lefty. Yeah, bring in your lefty. Go ahead. I'll send his ass to AAA too. Vinny was on one tonight. I want to hear what Vinny had to say. We'll head inside the clubhouse coming up in just a moment, but I got to get you guys involved. I hope you're as juiced as I am after this one. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Let's head out to Raytown. Victor, you're on the post-game show as the Royals pick up win number eight on the season. That's right. Yeah, hey, great show as always, Vern. Thanks, man. I haven't missed the show yet this year. Wow. Well, I love you then. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I hope this helps us uh, keep the spirit going. May, May looks good. I, I like to play with numbers and things and do my projections to see how they how the Royals do. And I got them. And I, I think you'll love this. I got them going 18 and 9 this month with a minus 2 air factor and probably a 
I'm looking at maybe an eight to ten game winning streak this month. Oh, well, Victor, you're my co-host if that happens on, on April first. You're my co-host if if they go on a, on a win streak like that. If they go sixteen and eleven this month, we got to do a show together in in uh, in June. Okay. I'll, okay. You're on. You're on. Yep. I mean, we play Oakland, yeah. White Sox twice, Detroit, mm-hmm. Washington, St. Louis. They're they're all flat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, agree. You know. I agree. I'm not in the mood to look down my nose at anyone right now with the position that the Royals are in, but I understand what you're saying, and I like it. I like it, Victor. I love the attitude. Yeah, it's uh, it's who's hot when you're playing and who's not. You know, barring any injuries, but uh, you know, I've been around baseball over over 50 years, and I've seen a a lot of crazy things happen. But you know, it just uh, if you get Decent pitching, good defense, and timely hitting. I, I, I wish, I wish the guys would stop swinging for home runs and just make contact with the ball, put the ball in play. The, the no easiest question. out in the ballpark is a fly ball. Yeah, yeah. And if you hit liners and grounders, you got to make the uh, defense play the play uh, defense and and try to throw you out. So that's what I'd like to see. I'd also like to see them. Take a few more pitches and make the pitchers work, and uh, and get deeper into the bullpens against the opposing team. That's no what question. I'd like to see. Yeah. No, Victor, so, I'm with you. I, hey, man, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, I apologize if uh, you had more to say. It kind of seemed like you were uh, about to sign off there. I apologize if not, Victor. But yeah, I mean, listen. You obviously know what you're talking about. Like we all have, we've all learned a lot from Denny Matthews over the years. Yeah, it's not about uh, who you play, it's it's when you play them. Uh, 100%, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Yes, the, the, the schedule this month certainly looks more favorable than the month of April. No doubt. No doubt. And the text line, again, they're, they're still upset with what I'm saying after this win. Uh, oh, Vern, you, you'd be happy with only winning 30% of your games? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How, how many did they win in April? Again, I understand our rule that we're not talking about April tonight, that we're not talking about the first 30 games tonight. I. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. I, I would be happy with them doing this twice a week for the rest of the season. Sure. Fine, if that makes me a loser, well then, yeah, fine, I'm a loser, whatever. Hey, Texter, if you're holding out hope for this team, if you still believe they're going to the postseason, well, man, God love you. If, 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 if that's what you're still focused on is wins and losses and turning this eight and 23 record around getting back above 500 man I, I wish I could show up to the ballpark with 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 that mindset now I show up to the ballpark still wanting the team to win hoping that they win trying to figure out ways in which they could win but if you can you know to, to play Carrington's uh, hypothetical button game I'd hit the button right now give me two games like this every single week yeah, yeah, I'm, I'd be very happy with that. 
Because in my opinion, yeah, the postseason certainly doesn't appear to be in the cards this year. But if it's going to be possible next year or the year after that, it's probably going to be because of Bobby and Vinny and MJ and Prado and Massey and Garcia and Isbell. So I'd like to see them perform well. Because if they don't perform well down the stretch, well, then next year's a wash too. And when I look at this pitching staff, you know, it's, it's tough to predict. I don't know if Keller's going to be here next year. I don't know if Granke's going to be here next year. Singer, Lyles, yeah, sure, sure. I'm, no, Brady Singer belongs in this group. Daniel Lynch belongs in this group. All I want are two signs a week that the future is bright. Didn't get much of that in April. Oh, not talking about April. Not until 10.30. We don't talk about April or the first 30 games until we get to 10.30. Until then, we just celebrate this shutout victory for the boys in blue. And let's get back to the phone calls. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Thanks to our great sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas for all your support for each and every game here at Kauffman Stadium. Drew was at the K tonight. He's making his way home. Drew, what'd you think of that one? So you got Drew and Susan here, two of the 10,000 that were there tonight. Nice. Um, so, Vern, I love the show. Two things. Um, I love our K. Um, weather tonight was spectacular. Oh. We got a win. We're all pumped up. Um, let's, let's focus on staying at the K. But what do you think about Josh Thomas as a closer? He really did a good job, and I like seeing that. I, I'm a fan of him. I wish he had still had his man bun. I think that was his strength. But uh, what do you think about his closing closing tonight? Uh, well, it was a six-run lead, not really a big league pressure there in the ninth inning. Uh, look, I got nothing bad. To, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of his as well. Uh, the man, man bun just makes me jealous as, a, in, you know, just a, a very, very bald man. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I I don't view him as a closer. But, he, you know, he uh, he could. It, it, he could become one down the line. Sure, sure. Uh, but you got, uh, in my opinion, you got better options in, in Scott Barlow and Aroldis Chapman. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Peter in Kansas City. Peter, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What do you got? Oh, we lost Peter. Oh, Pete. Big Pete. Come on, man. Let's go to Double J in Kansas City. If anybody's excited after this win, I know it's you, brother. Fern, what a game tonight. Great all-round team win. And I'll tell you what, we're seeing, we're seeing signs of – we're seeing glimpses of this team starting to kind of turn a little bit, especially on the offensive side. They're starting to hit the ball – Get people around base, scoring, scoring runs. Just, I'm so excited. And I tell you what, uh, let's go. Uh, let's go tomorrow. Uh, Jordan Lyles on the mound have a chance to take two out of three from a good Baltimore Orioles team. And I tell you what, if we can win tomorrow, holy crap, fun! Let's go. Let's get this weekend going with the Oakland A's coming. 
And then next weekend, or next week, starting Monday with uh, uh, the big, bad Chicago Red Sox coming in, who will project it to win the division, too, I think. And uh, let's go. I mean, beat some bad teams and get the confidence going now, the roof. Let's go. We can get right back in the scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. Double J, I appreciate the phone call. Again, I am going to ask that we, uh, you know, kind of pump the brakes on calling other teams bad teams, you know, especially when you're looking up at them in the standings. And certainly not look past them or act as if, oh, of course we're going to beat them. Actually, you know what? Do whatever you want. You, you, you be the kind of Royals fan you want. If you want to focus on wins and losses, uh, you go right ahead. You know where I stand now. I mean, I, I, I'm not happy that this is where I stand on the 3rd of May. Um, but to reiterate, just give me these kind of feelings twice a week. Make me feel... <laughs> you guys ever see... Was that Monsters Ball? Uh, anyway, let's go to uh, John in Overland Park here on 610 Sports Radio. John, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Vern. How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm great, man. How are you? Good. Hey, question for you. Yeah. Do you remember the last time the Royals lost 11 straight? Uh, I would imagine I was here. Uh, no, not off the top of my head. When was it? 2013. Yeah. How did we finish that year? Pretty good. Above 500. 83 and 79. I was there, 30-year season ticket holder, when Justin Maxwell hit the walk-off yeah. homer to beat the Texas Rangers off of Sorio. Mm-hmm. And that's when we began the run to the playoffs. Thanks, Vern. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I love the optimism. I, I appreciate the phone call. I'll tell you that right now. That opens up a phone line for you, 913-586-7610. Uh, I know I really liked hearing from you, John. Okay, so you were talking about 11 in a row at home, I, I presume, then, because... I don't think the 2013 team lost 11 games in a row. Longest losing streak was eight. Yeah, maybe they lost 11 in a row at home. Uh, But the 2013 team, at at this point of the season, uh, they were 18 and 13. Uh, This team is 8 and 23. You know, that, that, that 2013 team was very good. They had Jeremy Guthrie, Irvin Santana, and James Shields all throw 200 innings. Danny Duffy was one of the, you know, yeah, I mean, that was 2014 when Duffy just took over for about two months. But Shields, Guthrie, and Santana eating up more than 600 innings to go along with Herrera and Holland in the bullpen. Yeah, I, I don't think it's fair, really, to compare those two teams. Haas and Moose and Kane and Gordo and Butler and Salvi, they had been in the bigs for at least a calendar year plus. 
You look at tonight's lineup, Ali, Bobby, and Salvi. Those are the only guys that have been in the big leagues for a year plus. Not really a a fair comparison, in my opinion. Love the optimism, and I man, I I'll never forget that Justin Maxwell Grand Slam. I'll never forget Steve Fiziak's call of Justin Maxwell's Grand Slam. Yeah, that that was the beginning of 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 it all to a certain extent. You know, we we kind of get fuzzy memories. 2014 was not a yellow brick road to the postseason. Not at all. I mean, you, talking about trading Shields in 2014, firing Ned and Dayton in 2014. I remember Ned Yost getting up there and challenging the fans, going, how come you guys don't come out and support us? We got a good team here. And then the columnist... <laughs> Told Ned, ba- uh, the columnist at the Star told Ned basically to shut up and don't tell us how to spend our money. Yeah, it wasn't all peaches and strawberries or whatever the whatever Whit Merrifield said last year. Peaches and roses or something like that. Royals win six to nothing. Let's go to Big T in Shawnee. Big T, what's going on, brother? Hey, hey, Vern. Hey, man. I love the energy. love the passion tonight. Uh, hell yes, Vern. Uh, Victor's call. Hell yeah. Some of the other calls. Way to go, Double J. And, you know, I, I listen to the radio on 610. I know Corey's out there listening. Keep bringing it. Keep calling. Keep listening. Uh, Vern, you know, we haven't sniffed victory at home for over a month. So, yes, I'm, I am. I'm happy that they got the win tonight. I would take the two and four. And, Vern, what about? Sat Grinky tonight. How sick is he? We could all dig his performance. Uh, 44 pitches for five innings? Hell yes. And then, Bert, I want to talk about that bottom of the order uh, tonight. Eight hits. We had 13 altogether. Six runs shut out. But way to go. Way to go, uh, Isabel and, and, and Massey. And speaking of Isabel, on the radio booth, uh, Jake Eisenberg had a, had a great call because he got that cut on his nose, Isabel did. And then when he got that double, he goes, that was a blood, sweat, and tear RBI double. Way to go. That was kick-ass. And, Vern, you know, uh, we, we, we complain a lot. They, they only walked one tonight. Way to go, pitching staff. They didn't strike out at all. you got to love that. They've been having a struggle with that. And then – Let's talk about uh, uh, Prado again. Way to go over there, slapping that leather. He looked like Don Mattingly or the big cat, Andre Galarraga. Way to go, Nick Prado. And how about Vinny Boom Boom? Smashes a home run, two doubles. Now, hell, yeah, I remember Kirk Gibson. He was a beast. He was a badass, and that's what we got in Vinny Boom Boom. I mean, you're right about uh, Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, Vern, he runs like a gazelle that got that triple. We love it. We love it when they win like this. When they do like this, we're going to celebrate them. And as always, let's go Royals. Let's head inside the Royals clubhouse. Vinny Pasquantino after a three for four night, a solo bomb in the fourth, an RBI double in the sixth, an RBI double in the seventh. This audio courtesy of Bally Sports, Kansas City. I had to lock in tonight like I do every night. Nothing nothing different. Had a game plan against their pitchers and tried to be successful. And results-wise, it was a successful night. Now on to tomorrow. It was good. That's all I got. 
guys had talked before about good approach and good at bats and all that stuff. And I know it's a day-to-day -day thing, but lots of different guys hit the ball hard and out in the right places. When you get the results, that reinforces the work as much as anything, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it was just one game, though. Uh, anything can happen in a one-game one game thing, so it's not about tonight. It's about what we do now going forward. It was a good night, and uh, same thing I said after losses. We play tomorrow, so we're on to tomorrow. Could be. It could be. Um, I hope it is. Um, so now we just go to tomorrow and try to have good at-bats again and hopefully get a victory, series victory. Could do double our win total at home. Um, and go for a series tomorrow. All right, good. With the music blasted, it should be blasting. Royals enjoying their 6 nothing victory. Uh, that is Vinny Pasquantino. I like it. I like the attitude. If you and you and I don't know if you guys heard what Matt Cotrero had to say after the game, but very similar to what we're hearing there from Vinny Pasquantino. Think about it. The Royals lost 23 of their first 30 games. Sat up there and said, stay the course, trust your process, tomorrow's another day. You can't win one game and all of a sudden go, all right, we're back. Oh, give me all your questions. Yeah, we got it figured out in this clubhouse now. Oh, no, you know what? I, I like that attitude. I like the, yeah, it's a win, big deal. On to tomorrow. You and I, we're the ones that are supposed to be freaking out and, you know, callers saying we're going to finish above 500. <laughs> Me begging on the air for just two of these a week. Two signs of life. Reasons for hope for the future. I like what I hear from Q. I like what I heard from Vinny Pasquantino there. So long as they are enjoying it, right? You got to enjoy this. Hopefully that's just the, well, it is. It's just the face they're putting on for the media. Deservedly so. I like it. But when those doors close, uh, enjoy it, boys. Party, celebrate, and then turn the page when you get to midnight. But you got to enjoy wins like these, especially in a season like this. Royals shut out Baltimore 6 to nothing. We take a quick timeout, get back to your thoughts, and hear from Zach Greinke after this firm's post game show on your home for royals baseball 610 sports radio and the odyssey app welcome back to Vern's post game show on your home for royals baseball in kansas city 610 sports radio hey i'll pitch fastball line down the left field line toward the corner fair ball all the way to the fence massey's already at third wilson waves him around here he comes to home plate and massey scores standing and kyle Blood, sweat, no tears on second base with an RBI double. Oh, nice job, Jake Eisenberg on the call as heard here on 610 Sports Radio. Kyle Isbell basically fouled the ball off his nose. Stays in there, and as you just heard, drives in Michael Massey to make it 4 nothing. good guys. And the boys would go on to win 6 to nothing, snapping a 10-game home losing streak. Okay, so yeah, only 10 games in a row lost here at home. Franchise record being 11, set back in 2014 and in 2011. Royals win at home for the first time in a month 
And we still have 30 more minutes, Kansas City. 30 more minutes of, let's just not talk about April. Let's just not talk about those first 30 games. Let's just enjoy this one tonight. Because this is the type of game that was in my mind when I was coming up, coming up, I act like it's something unique, but, you know, my theme for the season, the campfire. By the way, if you were at the game, did you, I don't know if it was the fireworks after Vinny's home run, did you guys, it, 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 kind, it kind of smelled like a campfire. Maybe something was burning. Hopefully everybody's car is okay. I don't know. But um, these are the type of games, in my opinion. You disagree? That's fine. My opinion. These are the type of games that bring you to the campfire. For those that, you know, uh, haven't been dialed in all season, I always do my theme for the year, my analogy for this 2023 campaign. You know, when you showed up on opening day... Just like when you show up to a, a, a nice campfire at a friend's house, it's got a lot of, you know, a lot of land and maybe a little pond, and you're gonna have a nice outdoors day. And you could see that they already have everything all set up, and they got the guy who's you know the, the whiz with uh, starting up a fire. And that was the new coaching staff. These are the guys that are gonna uh, do all that they can to really stoke the flames of talent here in Kansas City. And we knew we had burning embers of Bobby and MJ, of Vinny and Salvi. It was just about, uh, did you surround them with enough kindling? And where's the spark going to come from? It's days like this where you go, okay, maybe there is enough around Bobby and Vinny and Salvi and MJ. When you see Nick Prado have three hits, when you see Michael Massey with a multi-hit day and turning double plays left and right, When you see Kyle Isbell continue to play a well-above-average center field and go the opposite way for an RBI double and pick up an infield knock as well. Now it feels, you know, a game like this can make your mind think, hey, maybe there is enough around these guys. Bring in some pitching, this coaching staff, okay. Yeah, I'm starting to see the fire. You know what? I will sit around and have a good time. You know, in in the month of April, I mean, there was no spark. There was no fire. And no one's going to stay at a campfire without a fire. And then you're just sitting around outside and cold, bored, not entertained. April was not fun. But you give me two of these a week, two games, not even wins, just two games that highlights the kindling, that highlights the blossoming talent within this organization. You can show me this twice a week. Man, we could be skipping into the offseason. We could be excited about 2024. Could be, being the key phrase. So, yeah, tonight was, as Q said, the best all-around game of the year. Give me two of these a week, and I think you'll see more and more people start to attend this campfire, not the five or 10,000 that turned out tonight. My game notes following this 6-0 Royals victory presented by Jay's Southland Toe Service. 
Royals and Orioles lock horns in the shortest nine-inning game at Kauffman Stadium in more than 15 years. Got to go back to September of 2007. Let's go to Tony, who's leaving Kauffman Stadium. Tony, what's going on, brother? Hey, Vern. Glad to talk to you. Go to a lot of games, and I was out there tonight. I've heard you talk about the five facets of the game, and it seems like we hit all five tonight. Yeah. Offense top to bottom, hitting with score runners in scoring position. Nick Prado showing off the gloves. The infielders turning double plays. Solid outfield play. Can't say enough about Zach's pitching tonight as a starter. The relief pitcher, Chapman staring him down. Yeah. Garrett moonwalking off the mound. Yeah. And what about Bobby, the speed? You can't teach speed. And we had all five of those going tonight. It was a great day to be at the ballpark. Man, I, I appreciate the phone call. I, I'm sure I should probably go with Derek Thomas on this. Uh, but the, I'm sorry, I, I'm thinking of Von Miller. The way that Von Miller kind of bends his body as he comes around the edge. I'm, I'm sorry for the football analogy. When Bobby locks it into gear and he's already rounded first, and he's a good 30 feet away from second base, and he starts leaning. This dude, he looks like a football player slash track star. And you're thinking, just send him. See if they'll make the perfect throw home. Which, by the way, I had no issue with Vance Wilson sending Nick Prado there in the second inning. Make that let Stowers kid make a perfect throw. He did 98 miles per hour to get Prado out at the dish in that second inning, but I liked it. I liked that send. I'm I'm pro aggressive base running. Nice to hear from you, Tony. Nice to talk with you. Hope we get a chance to meet at the ballpark soon. Let's head inside the Royals clubhouse and hear from tonight's victorious pitcher. How about it? Good for Zach. Lord knows he earned it. Snaps a run of 13 winless starts for the future Hall of Famer. He went 0-6 in that stretch. Had an ERA of 3.89. 13 winless starts, a sub-4 ERA. It's like a just a comfy pair of jeans for Zach, right? Pitching well, not getting dubs in Kansas City. Nonetheless, he's got to be in a great mood after this one. Audio courtesy of Bally Sports, Kansas City. Thing worked good. So defense is great. Hitting was great. Pitching was good. It was uh, it's just really good game. Uh, good. Just glad to be getting some outs. Not pitching like I did the last couple times. trying to win games bullpen's been pitching great starters haven't been doing as good so uh just gotta pitch better if you if you want to pitch more you mentioned that you were cool with the decision you think that comes with kind of maturity and really knowing your body and kind of the schedule you probably maybe when you were like 21 years old might have been different coming out of the game with 44 pitches right much uh, um, the bullpen's been pitching really good uh, I probably made a couple really good plays today that made made the game a little bit smoother so uh, trying to win games 
Zach Greinke, five innings of three-hit baseball. The old, well, that's not a Greinke special. A Greinke special is five innings and a chance to win, and he delivered another Greinke special tonight and in as efficient manner as you're ever going to see. A nine-pitch first inning, a nine-pitch second inning, an eight-pitch third, 11-pitch fourth, seven-pitch fifth, and go hit the showers. What are you talking about? It barely even worked up a sweat. 44 pitches for 15 outs. Jordan Lyles, the floor is yours. How about this? Jordan Lyles facing his former mates as the finale. The rubber match of this three-game series comes your way tomorrow afternoon. Isn't it always like this in these trying seasons when you have the game like this? The well-rounded game, the well-pitched Quality ABs, great defense, great base running, solid appearances out of your bullpen. That an afternoon game always follows that. To where you really only are allowed to celebrate for a cool 60 minutes, 90 minutes, and then you got to go home, go to bed, get ready for tomorrow. Isn't that so very baseball? Nonetheless, man, I don't know about you. I can't wait to get back here. I could stay on the air until 12 noon, but of course... I don't think uh, Fesco nor Kling or really anybody would be happy with that. So you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll all step away, come back 12 noon tomorrow for the On Deck Show. I'll give you another chance to win those Royals tickets to see them. Welcome Lorenzo Kane back this Saturday for his retirement ceremony. I'll give you a chance to win those tickets tomorrow at 12.15 as Jordan Lyles squares off with Grayson Rodriguez. Again, first pitch is at 110. I'll be on the air with the On Deck Show beginning at 12 noon. Hey, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't read a lot of texts because we had callers tonight. And the text line is just so very negative tonight. Why? Well, why would you listen to this? Go enjoy your Wednesday. Tonight's post-game shows for fun people only. The rest of you take a hike. Hey, great job, Royals fans. Great job, callers. Great job, Royals. Man, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday night. We deserve it. You've been it. listening to Vern's postgame show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did. Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seven strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming.